and welcome to the inaugural Professionally Uninformed Podcast. My name is Will Newton. And I am Blake Johnston. That is my always on time with his cues partner, Blake Johnston. It's the first podcast. It is the first podcast, and we're going to iron out the kinks uh, eventually. This is uh, something of a passion project of ours. Uh, Both of us are very interested in getting into broadcasting in one way or the other, uh, and talking about uh, pop culture and sports and whatever else, uh, and arguing about those things. Uh, a lot of arguing. Uh, is, is a lot of yeah. It, it's uh, it's it's a lot of what we do uh, on a daily basis. Um, we've known each other for uh, a couple couple years now, uh, and we are currently in my ramshackle house uh, with a thirty dollar microphone and my laptop, and a three dollar fifty cent uh, windscreen on the microphone. Let's get to it. Um, I think uh, yeah for this first one. Normally what we're going to be doing is a little sports, a little pop culture, Will being the pop culture person, me being the sports person. And uh, no overlap at all, so we'll be absolutely. very, very boring <laughs> conversations. <laughs> um, but for this first one, I think uh, the biggest thing in film world right now is... Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law. It's Jude Law. <laughs> yeah, Alfie. Is... Alfie uh, has been tearing They've been released in that 3D. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be in film Jude Law this June. looks great. But uh, <laughs> what we're going to be talking about today is uh, the Hunger Games and mm. about the $2.7 trillion it has made in the first week it has been in theaters. Roughly, roughly. Uh, it's just going to be a general uh, review of the movie, so if you have not seen it, uh, this podcast would not really be for you. This is more <laughs> of a review, so if this would be the time to stop listening, go buy your ticket. Then come back and listen to this. Or just smash every single uh, sort of device that can listen to this podcast, because you really don't want me to ruin, so we're going to be talking about everything. Um, well, I'll get it started off. I think we have very differing, uh, somewhat differing opinions on the movie. I generally liked it. I enjoyed uh, a good chunk of it, uh, but you did not. I, I didn't. I... Um... I, I was it just kind of dragged on for a while. Mm-hmm. It feels like the movie was a the whole movie is built around this this battle, this battle royale between these teenagers, and it seems like we took forever to get there. And when even when we got there, it, it wasn't something that was that impressive to me. Right. Well, and let's just let's just start by saying that as from from my perspective, this movie does a great job of setting the scene. Basically, there it's it's maybe as you were saying, probably about an hour of the movie is setting up the characters, the settings, the situations, the relationship between all the characters before we get to the, you know, titular Hunger Games. And as far as I can tell, it does a great job of that. Right. Um, I was never, I was never, ever lost, ever. Uh, I, I have heard from people who have read the books. Oh, and that should also be something that we should go ahead and tell, is that neither of us have read the books. We're not uh, readers. Uh, we don't, uh, we don't like books. So because we think they're better should be used. But I feel like this is the better way to do this because we came in with zero expectations, mm-hmm. no previous story, so we could not be let down. Exactly, and and we are reviewing the film here, not the book, uh, how it translates to film or the adaptation in general. We're saying how the movie did on just a purely standalone basis, right? Um, and uh, from what I can tell, going in with absolutely no knowledge besides the basic, you know, it's kids killing each other. 
Uh, I was that classic monologue. That like, I mean, it's really isn't it a tale as old as time? I think <laughs> I really think that uh, it's time for Disney to get on this bandwagon and just make a you know kids killing each other, uh, starring Raven Simone. Starring because you know every time she kills somebody, we can all say you know that's just so Raven, <laughs> or that wasn't very Raven. <laughs> but anyway, so at, at my general. Um, my general overall outlook on the movie is that I think it did a very well job. I think Jennifer Lawrence, who plays uh, Katniss, mm-hmm. uh, did a great job. Um, but you were going to talk more about... Uh, you said it, it kind of dragged on. What do you mean by it dragged on? Well, um, just part of... I mean, from the beginning, it just starts off with her just like hunting in the woods. I mean, I agree with the fact that the characters were kind of well-defined. Like I could tell that Katniss was kind of a... The hard-ass girl, obviously. Um, and there's this Gale guy who he was never really that explained very well. Like there, you could tell there was something between them, but it wasn't really like there's just them no. hanging out in the woods. And then the next moment, he's holding her screaming, crying little sister. Right. And there's like a there's like a you know apparently they're friends. Yeah, apparently they're friends. Friends benefits. There's perhaps. some sort of uh, yeah. There's some sort of uh, like fake love trying going on, which I get, we'll, we'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought that where the movie really hit its stride is in that first scene, uh, the reaping scene, when they, when, uh, uh, they get yeah. shoot Chosen for Longer Games. That's the one time the movie really just kind of slows down, lets the kind of the scene speak for itself. The whole, the whole rest of the movie is just moving at an absolute breakneck pace. It's very hard to uh, get all the subplots in there, so it is moving very, 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 very quickly. Yeah, I think that's kind of um, in Gary Ross's own fault. Uh, I think he he tried to incorporate the book way too much because most of the times when you make books into movies, you you just can't do that because books right. have so much different, like so many different plots going at once. But you can you're just reading along. Mm-hmm. Audience have a short attention span. This movie was two and a half hours. Imagine all the crap they had to cut from the book just to get it to two and a half hours. Exactly. Uh, I feel like they could have they could have toned down some of the storyline. I don't know. The, the reaping scene, I really enjoyed that. Um, as a as a, just as a, as a director, though, I don't think he did a good enough job setting up the scene because I, I, mean, I don't know. It, it could have worked better with the silence. Uh, no, like dramatic music, or n- nothing that really like that wowed you during that scene. Like there was uh, like the I volunteer thing. It was just like it was like complete silence, and all you heard was like the footsteps of girls wa- them walking her little sister mm-hmm. up, and then all of a sudden she just jumps out of nowhere. I volunteer. It's like. Could have been built up a little bit more because that's that's such a huge pivotal part of the right. movie that happens in the first twenty minutes. Well, I think uh, mainly what that was uh, was doing is showing that since this is the seventy fifth Hunger Games, uh, it kind of shows that their uh, little civilization in District Twelve is very much beaten down. There's no more really like there's no revolutionary uh, fervor. Right. That, that happens that happens much later with the little uh, little black girl. I think it's District Eleven, maybe. District Eleven was all it was. That was the actually, riot. We need to. We actually do need to talk about this. We'll, we'll just go ahead and talk about discuss right now. The racism in this movie, um, yeah. and of the fans is uh, is something that needs to um, be addressed. I think it's uh, it's something. It's certainly something that's not uh, going to be easily swept under uh, the, the the table. Basically, yeah. uh, honestly, with the racism, I think it was just more of the fact that it was extremely politically incorrect. More than racist, right? Because I, I mean, it's just uh, the the racism. If, for people who don't know, or if people saw this movie and didn't get it, uh, the two, other than Lenny Kravitz, the two black characters in the entire movie 
um, are, are from, from the same place. They're from the same district. From the same district. And the, each district has a certain specialization, and theirs is like the agricultural and farming. Right. So manual labor in a field, I think all white people listening to this are getting a little uncomfortable. I think you all know where we're going. <laughs> I just think that the the whole scene, you know, the whole whipping scene where they're, you know, renaming these kids as Kunta Kinte was really just uh, unnecessary, uncalled for. <laughs> it goes on for like thirty minutes, and like, there's no real it's reason. Just silent. It's just <laughs> silent. Just this. They're hearing the whip cracks. Um, but no, and, and also that was not um, in the film. <laughs> please don't. Please don't complain. Please do not start writing heard. Gary Loras angry letters. <laughs> All five uh, people listening to this. Yeah, Jesus. mom. Mom, Dad, uh, Bobby Wee Wee, Griffin Hamilton, uh, maybe, possibly. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But anyways, uh, and, and I did think, uh, from what I had read, uh, the two people, I think their name is Rue and... I don't even know the other there, Well, there's, there's a little black girl who uh, Jennifer Lawrence, the main character, she gets very attached to at some point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then her counterpart, who's also in the same district, uh, is also black. And uh, from what I heard... In the book, they had pretty much just described them as dark-skinned or of uh, darker darker complexion. Yeah. Never really gone out of their way to say that they were black or not. Not that it matters, but that has obviously uh, angered some fans out there, some fans of the original uh, source text. Yeah, and um, the way the movie goes, each person kind of has it, well, each person who lasts a little bit long, because there's basically a bloodbath in the first five that is where it, That is where it could that <laughs> hooked me right there. But, um... Uh, the most people who survive have their own special skill, and the guys, the the, the black male's skill is basically just brute strength. Yeah. They don't really. He doesn't have a line at all until after Rue has been until, killed. Until and he, he saves and he uh, kills the white woman. Yeah, but he but he also saves the white. Woman. He saves so he, he saved Katniss's life. Yes, uh, because of her friendship to Rue. But yeah, he doesn't have a line the entire movie. He just sits there and he just looks angry and upset the entire film. And then Rue's skill is she can climb trees very well. and Yes. Which, I mean, is not... It, it's one of those things where, like you're saying, like we have, we have a lot of characters, including those two, that are very underdeveloped. Like, all we really know about these characters is she can climb trees really well, little girl can climb trees really well, and that the other, the other uh, black kid is somehow in the same district with her. Uh, it, that is all. That goes back to the whole thing about them cutting a lot of stuff. I yeah. think we miss out on a lot of uh, uh, background characters' motivations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't get to uh, hear the inner monologue of the main character. It's uh, it's a very dry black and white adaptation of something of a book that I've, that I <laughs> once again a book that I've heard is uh, very well fleshed out. Uh, there's a lot of very interesting character motivations there, and we don't we don't really get that. Um, but what I would like to talk about is I thought that this is probably uh, the most violent and gory uh, PG-13 movie I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, um, I, I can't even think of one that would come close to this. I, it's it's extre- it's extremely violent, which it needs to be for the subject matter. It does need to be extremely violent. Yeah, you cannot pussyfoot. Around no. teenagers no, no, no. killing each other. There's no, 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 no. there's no PG thirteen Disneyfication you could make. No, to and do this. there, there are there, especially during the the uh, beginning of the games. Uh, there is a very very violent scene where I, I thought I saw like limbs being hacked off. Uh, I thought I saw at least one decapitation. A lot of blood. A lot of a uh, lot of uh, teenager on teenager violence. Yeah, I'll give them the credit uh, for being able to do that 
without it looking fake, but also keeping it in the PG-13 rating, mm-hmm. because a lot of, like, quick cutaways, like, at one point, I mean... There's like a the one of like the the uh, the people who entered the Hunger Games range between the age of twelve and eighteen. So there, Rue is one of them, and there's another. There's a young boy who has no lines, but he's a little white boy who he has gets like taken out has really like an early. afro. He looks like Jester yes. Guarini from the first season of American <laughs> Idol. He has like that kind of hair. He's like a twelve year old version of him. And within the first him. a minute of the uh, the actual Hunger Games, he gets just. Hacked in the face yes. with some sort of sword or like an at some sort of weapon by a lead bad guy, Kato. Kato, yes, which K- is a Kato. great, great fucking name. Yeah, Kato. for a bad guy, for an I think, evil I think giant <laughs> Hitler youth-looking blonde. It really kid. makes sense that you need to have his name be as scary as possible. Who, by the way, uh, also known, did not know this. He's the uh, the little blonde boy from Race to Witch Mountain. That, really, that horrible movie with the Rock. Yeah, that's him. He grew up within like a span of three years to be this giant. Hitler Youth Warrior <laughs> who is just destroying people. It's very interesting. We need to have an entire episode just on The Rock, his career, just <laughs> everything that's been going on with that guy. And it's, oh, yeah. it's really fascinating. Um, I guess part of uh, going into just the gore of this, um, I honestly felt uncomfortable at some points watching this movie. And I can watch a lot of movies uh, that are pretty gory and they're not be phased by them or laugh. But that, I guess that is one good thing. You were really Im- immersed into this world, and it was extremely uncomfortable. Just <laughs> We are just picking two teenagers from each district, and they're going to kill each other. Yes. Uh, like And just, like, that whole build-up to the fight, just looking at all these characters, they're all going to die. Just, like, knowing, like, okay, I have to know the, the main character's going to live. But looking at every other character's going, they're all going to die. Yes, 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 yes. Within yes. the next hour of this movie, I'm going to watch each one of these people die. It really, it, it does a good job of establishing, establishing, establishing the, the uh, what's at stake here. Um, it, it, it never, uh, well, it, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't. At the beginning when they're doing these training scenes, you know, uh, they're all kind of joking around with each other, and they seem like, you know, there's the bully group, there's like the, 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 the evil kids, uh, as it were, and then there's the more, the kids you're supposed to root for in the movie, and they kind of like build like these sides, and like one side is always picking on the other, and I just kept thinking the entire time, is like, these kids have to kill each other, and they're acting like they're at summer camp. Like, yeah, that was really weird. It's very, uh... Nobody seems to realize like how uh, just bad it's going to get, and maybe that's why that makes that first scene of real violence so shocking. Yeah, is because we don't really ever get that. We never get that sense before they get to the games. Yeah, and then they just kind of throw you in there, just like holy yeah, crap, these kids are all getting murdered. Yeah, it it, it, it does a very very good job uh, of that. Uh, what uh, another thing I want to talk about this, um, and I'll call this the Twilight Syndrome. Is uh, and I've I've talked to people about this before, and I know that the love triangle in this movie oh. is something that is um, put upon the characters. It's not necessarily uh, them feeling anything real, but it's 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 done on survival. I still felt that it was extremely uh, contrived and and took me out of the movie uh, quite a bit. Also, I hate Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, he is just he, terrible. He, he plays uh, he plays a character called uh, Peter Malark. I believe in yeah. this movie, and he is um, just c- can't you know cannot carry a scene at all. Uh, very very annoying uh, young man. Yeah, really <laughs> whiny and just uh, I, there was just no point. Even in the build up to the actual games, like 
he's having this little like mood swings and stuff and it's like the yes. whole time it's just I don't care like I really don't care about your poor backstory with your mother and how she said that she, she basically just told you you were gonna die like it, uh, it was so bad one of the the reason you could tell though is because I think Woody Harrelson was just acting circles around this entire cast oh of course really we, Woody Harrelson may have been the best performance in the whole movie we have to say yeah Woody Harrelson is is fantastic I think all the supporting characters did a really I, all uh, the older supporting characters who were not involved in the games exactly. are, the best, are the best actors in the movie yes uh, Donald we, Sutherland Kills anything, but he's amazing as the evil again. president. He probably has about uh, maybe six lines the entire movie, but he adds such weight and gravitas. Like you can literally feel like this guy, Stanley Tucci, as Stanley uh, Tucci's great as like the announcer, yeah. like the e like the e Hollywood guy of he the Hunger is Games, chewing the scenery like no other. Like he is like he looks like a Christopher, a young Christopher Walken, just just absolutely out he's, acting he's everybody. Oh, uh, the the uh, even Lenny Kravitz. I felt yeah. had a, and I've never seen Lenny Kravitz in anything before, but he seemed like a very sympathetic character. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed Senna as I, a character. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he was uh, he was he was bad at all. But back to the uh, the the the, tri- the love triangle. Uh, I will I will say for the first three quarters of the film, I was totally on board. Uh, like I said before, mm-hmm. uh, I think Jennifer Lawrence does a amazing job yeah, as she's Katniss. Really good. She she's in pretty much every single scene or every single shot. She is the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and then about as soon and there's always these as we're going up into the Hunger Games. There's all these uh, undertones of uh, of this young love that's about this young love that's about to blossom, and when it finally does, it uh, kills it. Yeah, uh, mainly because this very uh, capable. A uh, woman now has to pull around Josh Hutcherson for the rest of the movie. Yeah, g- gimpy Josh who Hutcherson. Is, yeah, who is completely useless. He, uh, he's, he's in a cave. Terrible. Yeah, he's in a cave for most of it. That um, stuff when they're in the cave and they're like holding each other. It's just like, what are you doing here? Like this movie, it, it has like such a good like action story. Yes, and I, I guess it was a way of keeping the characters human. Like showing like, but I think the roost the little roost uh, storyline with Katniss, how she like befriended Rue, gave her a proper burial and everything. Yes, like yeah. that that did a good job of showing her she was human. I don't feel you need you needed this, and then we just then we just show flashes to uh, uh, Gale back at home, and he wouldn't say anything. <laughs> it's just him working in the wood shop, yeah, working yeah. in like the wood shop or the coal mine or whatever the hell they do in that yeah, district. Yeah. He is just like angrily staring at the television. And then just goes back to not saying anything and just looking pretty. Like, it's, that's really all he does. Yeah, it's, it's creating tension where there really isn't any. I am never at this point wondering what is happening with this other guy back at, you know, back yeah. at home. Ooh. I'm never, I don't really... Uh, what's Gail doing? Yeah, what, oh, what's he up to? Like, I don't <laughs> care. I really could care less. Uh, but um, it does, I, I will say that, as I said before, I enjoyed, like, 75% of the movie. I thought it was uh, a well-made... Uh, if not artistically made, it's just very capably directed. I think Gary Ross, who I think what has he done? Pleasantville. Yeah, Pleasantville. And, uh, uh, something else. Just name moves with Tobey Maguire in them. <laughs> it's something. It is something else with Tobey Maguire. He's Odds are he directed it. Yeah, it's uh, Pleasantville and Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit. He, he wrote big. He wrote big. He he's a very capable uh, screenwriter and director. He's no. Uh, Martin Scorsese. Let's not let's not say that he's not putting his individual stamp on that. He's a very fly on the wall director. Uh, but Ooh, I, Mr. He, Baseball with Tom Selleck. Okay, well he did Mr. Baseball. We're like, and, we're just looking at the IMDb here, uh, Lassie. He wrote Lassie. God. That movie Dave with uh, Kevin Klein when he becomes the president. 
He's, he's like a stunt double for the president, and just by some weird twisted events, he goes into a coma, and instead of, you know, the country, you know, going to the president, they go, you know, let's just pick this uh, comedian. Let's just, yeah, let's just pick the, oh, that, I forgot how bad that movie is. It's the equivalent. Like, Kevin Klein is such an overacting, just like, look at me actor. Like, he never disappears in Troll Years, always like, oh, that's Kevin Klein. Yeah, you're like, that's Kevin Klein doing a movie. That's yeah. Kevin Klein. It, you know. The movie is essentially, if um, in 1991 or something, George Bush Sr. had a heart attack, and they put Dana Carvey as the president. <laughs> it's essentially with this movie <laughs> which honestly would not have been a bad idea I would have yeah. totally supported that move uh, Dan Carvey's a great American hero here, here comes a connection that you will never see coming I could see some connections between Hunger Games and Dave not that any of that I can explain, but I just really felt like making that stretch. <laughs> if there's anything we can learn from this, is that the degree of separation between Dave and The Hunger Games is one thing. Yeah. It's very, very close. So but the list of movies that he's written, you look at the list of them, and Hunger Games does not coincide with a single one of them. No, 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 no. But, like, as I said, it's very, uh, it's very capable. It, uh, it never feels... I At least, I didn't think it ever... Um, Felt like it was going on too long. Even the like the some of the stuff in the in the uh, the capital uh, was intriguing to me, as I didn't know any of the backstory. Um, so yeah, I was very. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is the worst review because I think we're both just kind of like, yeah, you know, it was okay. Uh, one thing I didn't get was uh, not I didn't get. I just didn't like. Uh, I didn't feel like there was like a rising action that was like leading like the big climax. Like, oh, big, not at all. That big fight scene on the top where they throw Kato off and he gets eaten by the dogs. Yeah. I had no idea that was the big scene of the movie. Yeah, like it took me until the point where uh, he had little wimpy Peta like by the throat, and it's like this weird like Mexican standoff. Until I re- shoots him in yeah. the hand, and I and, and I he... like as he's standing there, and they start talking, and I'm like, "This is this this is it." Like, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is the end of the movie." Like yeah, I had for, no idea. For people who haven't seen it, they're uh, just all of a sudden these uh, mutant dog things show up, and they're supposed to be taking out the last like five remaining. There's, yeah, there's like four left. There's, like, there's four uh, left. There's the black guy. There's Cato. There's Peta and Katniss. Yes, and they uh, yeah, and and a lot of them get killed off screen, and until there's. These three left, the main bad guy, and yeah. uh, he gets torn apart by the, by like eight of these dogs, screaming the entire way. It's probably like one of the most violent deaths since like Scar. It's Lion it's King. really it's really uh the scene though is kind of quick how they did it. It was just like all of a sudden they're running from the dogs and then they're on top of that little uh, tent. The cornucopia, the cornucopia, they're yeah, on top of it, and then Cato just pops up out of nowhere. He's just there. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know where he it's, came it's, from. It's a flat. Like metal surface, like there's no, like there's there's no hiding places on. I'm it. gonna say there's a series of air ducts yeah. around. <laughs> there's the not island. like a wall to hide behind. It's just the roof of a building. Yeah. So I don't know where he came from. It's in this big open field. But he's just there, and then there's like a fight, and yeah, Cato ends up dying. But uh, the one thing I will say in the book, that scene go apparently what happens is they fight. That goes on for like two days. He is being torn apart and toyed with by these dogs for two whole days. Oh my god! And then finally, Katniss puts him out of his misery and kills him by shooting him in the head with the arrow. But in the movie, they made it last about a minute, <laughs> a minute and a half. But yeah, he I'm was being tortured in the book. They, like I will say, like some of the social satire uh, in the book, it's very 1984 light. It's very you know dystopian future. 101 kind of where there's yeah. this large ruling class and then they keep everybody else down but I will say that the violence in the source the source text is uh, it is definitely not playing around they're not half-assed no I, it, I which I found very strange that if one of those characters would have said like they see the dogs that are ripping the guy apart they would have said holy shit look at that R rating yeah 
or like, holy fuck, I'm getting bit in the nuts <laughs> by dogs, are rating. But you can show people getting torn by dogs. Just main. Just absolutely, just, just terrible. But, uh, um, yeah, I think that's all we really have to say about it, really. I think it's... Uh, well, what would your overall grade? Like a school grade? We're going on a uh, school grade. We're, yeah. not, uh, um, we're, uh, we're going AV Club rating. Oh, this AV is, Club this is exciting! System. This is actually this is one of those uh, times where spontaneity is really good because we actually haven't discussed this beforehand. Um, I will say a solid B. I will say a solid B. I en- I enjoyed myself. Uh, I would go with C plus. C plus. Yeah. Yeah. I and it's, just, um, just meh. That's my best response. And and, and, and and people who are listening to this, it's not like you're not going to go see it. It, everybody and, and their mother has already seen this. You basically so will be forced to see it. You will be point. forced to see it. Well, uh, that's about it for uh, this section of the podcast. Uh, we're gonna go and edit and then talk about something else in a bit. I feel like. Yeah. Yep. So we'll post the next one soon. Keep it up. See ya. A little less conversation, a little more action. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Oh, you might have opened up your heart and maybe satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. Maybe close your eyes and listen to the music. Dig to the summer breeze. It's a groove and I can show you how to use it. Then come along with me and put your mind at ease. Hey, a little less conversation, a little more action.